You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate News Bulletin. The date is the 16th of September. It's Monday, live out of the Baxter Boots studio here in downtown Batuta. We're doing it on Monday this week because uh, we actually had a little bit of a spanner thrown in the works. We dropped a... uh John Law's podcast last Monday, which is usually when we drop our interviews, but we received a lot of feedback from management of the man and our own fans saying they'd like us to redo that interview. A bit stiff, a bit boring, and actually a bit controversial. Controversial in that it lacked quality. So we will be doing that one again. We've instead dropped our Hello Sport interview on Thursday, and we're doing the bulletin today. You're joined, of course, by myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the newspaper, editor of the Batuta Advocate, and... Errol Parker, editor-at-large. How are you, Errol? Good, mate. What's going on? Flat chat, really, here between all those interviews the aforementioned. We actually are going to get a bit busy around here in the newsroom and in the in the radio station over the next couple of weeks while the Michael Usher of the Diamantina Shire, Wendell Hussey, is going to Bali, holidaying like millennials like to do. How are you, Wendell? I'm very well. I'm very excited, too. This time in 24 hours, I'll be sitting in my villa, luxury pool, Chantel and the kids running around having a great time. Three weeks. Got to love a pool up. bar. Got to yep. love a pool bar. Oh, it's baby. got all the hallmarks of you going over there doing a cycle of roids and having your heart pop in the sauna. And the full length arm sleeve as well, Errol. We'll be making a debut when I get back. Hell yeah. Very good. Let's start this bulletin then and we'll kick off with national news. And ScoMo saves community from bushfire by moving rating back to low. That's right. Nine in ten firefighters hate him. With one simple move, he managed to save a community from bushfires just by changing the threat to whatever he wants. It's just the same way he fixed climate change. And indeed the economy, Errol. You're right, he is putting the fireys out of work by simply telling us that the fire safety warning is now on low to moderate. Morrison said, we can move on to more important things now, you know, like giving Paul Gallon the keys to the Shire. Am I right? How good are the sharks? That's a verbatim quote from the <laughs> Prime Minister. Well, Stephen Danks has already given Paul Gallon a head like a Hereford bull, so... Yes, well, how good is that? It's the natural next step. Elsewhere around the country and staying down south, we broke a story about the lifting of the controversial lockout laws. We're just about ready to go here. Open the pubs back up, Crown Casino tells Gladys Berejiklian. Yes, a very Sydney issue right there. Of course, the nightlife-crushing lockout laws that turned a once international city into basically a 4 million person-sized Port Macquarie has actually been lifted after the Crown Casino revealed that they are getting close to laying the roof on the new casino that they were somehow allowed to build. Perfectly timed, their Clance dog. Not before it killed off a lot of the live music scene down there in Sydney. Not that they ever had one down there in the heart of Sydney. It was more of the western Sydney, the drill rappers to the boys at 1-4. Hello. Mm. Look, it is not the first example of social cleansing we've seen in Sydney City. The Olympics, everyone remembers that. And of course, the continued controlled demolition of the Housing Commission towers in South Sydney Mm. to be replaced by more towers for luxury apartments that will probably crumble without any dynamite. Yeah, you know, it's going to be hard to imagine what Sydney's going to be like in the future if, you know, the boomers are still allowed to do these things. So I guess until they're all hanging from the streetlights down there, I guess we won't know what Sydney's potential is. Well, as uh, you know, some young protesters from Keep Sydney Open have uh, have told our newspaper on many occasions, the day of the pillow is coming. Anthony Lardo, one of our readers from down there, left a comment on that story, raising an interesting point. He said that someone needs to make sure the Department of Home Affairs and Peter Dutton are ready to approve visas for criminally connected Chinese people. 
Yes, roll back the lockouts, bring in the high rollers. In other news outside town now, and disgusting video has emerged of Flume eating a fillet of fish. I took a bit of an exception to this article, Clancy, that you wrote. I actually think that the fillet of fish is a stellar fish sandwich, and I think you might have got it a bit wrong on this one. Yeah, well, you know, it's arguable that the fillet of fish was, you know, in in this new wave of faux meats, was probably the the original, right? The, the fillet of fish, it's arguably not... Not any form of meat. It's Barca fillet, mate. 100% Barca fillet. No, I would have to disagree with that. I reckon they've just run a big plastic bag up and down, you know, the eastern seaboard, and whatever goes in kind of gets blended and bleached and uh, mashed into fillets, I guess you would say, fillets. Mm. But yes, Flume was seen eating a fillet of fish. since apologised to his mum, saying it was just a joke. Back home in town now, and local bloke out on the road for work treats all of his mates to a phone call about absolutely nothing. Yeah, we've all been there before, haven't we? Yes, it's quite a common occurrence, really, as the story goes. Anyone who's out there on the road, they pick up the phone. They Obviously, you can't text and drive anymore, but you can go through your group chats and individually call every single bloke in there. Apparently, his mates have figured out what's going on, and they just screen his calls most of the time now, unless it's a particularly slow day at work for them. That's right. In other parts of our humble regional town, and we broke a story about a local university student this week. Distinction average student underplays nerdy home life by claiming she definitely failed that exam. It's always the one you least expect, isn't it, Wendell? I mean, she told her classmates and the advocate that she literally failed, like 100% failed her last exam. That's despite having a distinction average. You know, it doesn't really add up, does it? No, Ashley was her name. She tried to insinuate to a couple classmates that she was quite busy on the weekend and couldn't do any of the study for exam, which has since been, after some investigation, proven untrue. And in sports news now, three injured after Ash's victory inspires group of city workers to have a net session. Yes, everyone was feeling a bit stiff. You know, some were saying that they were stiffer than a boogie board. But, you know, unfortunately, there were three more serious injuries. There was a guy with a torn pec. There was a slipped disc in one back and unfortunately a broken forearm that's what happens when you do no exercise for an entire year and then sprint as fast as you can and try and bowl as quickly as possible for three hours off the cuff after watching steve smith bring it home for the australian side in the ashes well that's all i've got in front of me for this week thanks for tuning in again see you all when i get back from bali until then salamat tingal arigato mate have a good one wendell